What up, good people? Thank you for clicking play on another episode of Big Man Tiny Kingdom. There are several things that I like to keep in mind every time I want to go out camping. Number one, explore someplace new. This world is huge, and every chance I get, I want to be a tourist and set my eyes on a new destination and try to scratch some places off of my bucket list. Number two, take organized trips. I always seem to research where I'm going. I map out the destination. I see what is good to visit while I'm in that area. I calculate how much everything is going to cost. I make a list of what I'm going to bring. And then I double and triple check all of the above. It works for me. I know some people don't like to plan that way, but I don't mind it. I actually enjoy it. It just makes me feel better about my trip, especially if it's someplace that I'm going that I've never been before. Number three, I always want to be at peace, be happy and healthy in the moment, be one with nature, and don't let anything or anyone steal my joy. Number four, I like to share those great experiences with people I love. Something that I can say was not in the core principles of my childhood upbringing was creating memories. My family's dynamic was about surviving. And we did that, which is truly a blessing because I have a lot of childhood friends where their family did not experience that type of peace. So I feel privileged to be able to still be here today and be in a position where I can invite my family and friends to do the fun activities that I like to get into. However, all of these things that I just said can quickly be diminished when your spirit is knocked off track because you are surrounded by opposite-minded beings. I've had some frustrating camping experiences bringing people along that may not be as genuine or excited about it as I am. It becomes a keeping bad company situation, and I'm a person that is going to try to make it work. So when I said earlier, number three, I always want to be at peace, etc. I know that involves being patient with my surroundings. I don't come from a people that are naturally camping people or outdoors people or water people. Sad to say, but I've never had another black person invite me to a camping trip. I've been the one with the idea and I feel that I've forced my lifestyle on others. It's proven to be a recipe for disaster. I feel like anytime I have to convince someone to take part in something, it's not going to work out. Or maybe it might with some pushback at first, but then they go along with it and they find out how great camping really is after they try it. However, now I've just developed an inability to want to recruit others to do the things I'm into. I just don't have the patience anymore. I don't like to explain and then over explain. I don't like to ask and then have to ask again and then possibly have to beg for someone to get involved. I don't want to change my plans or have to be flexible about something to accommodate others that really aren't into it. So for those reasons, I like to do solo trips. When I've done things by myself, they've worked out to be the best trips I've ever taken. There's no arguing with people. I don't have to negotiate with anybody about what camping meals I want. I don't have to compromise on the weather. And this has been a big one for me because if you don't know already, I live in Arizona with Lucifer (laughs) and I don't mind the hot temperatures. But for some reason, black people feel like our chocolate skin is going to melt in the sun and there's a constant avoidance of being outside. Well, for me, that don't work because it's hot eight to nine months out of the year. It's seriously going to be difficult to not interact with the heat, especially if you live in the southern part of AZ like I do. Campus Solo also taught me some things about myself. I discovered that I actually don't need to roll with a travel companion if that's how it's got to be. 
But my caveat to that is I also discovered that just as much as I like to camp alone and I'm okay with it, I don't necessarily prefer it. I believe that all things good for you and are of substance are better when you can share them with someone else. Seeing the sun rise or set is a spiritual revitalizing moment that I feel would be a wonderful time to share with a loved one. And if it happens to be a guy or lady friend or your husband or wife, et cetera, it can be a very romantic one too. Sure, I can capture it with a camera and preserve that memory, but some things are better in person and also with other people. Another reason why I might not want to camp alone, as much as I love being out in nature, I'm probably the biggest baby there is when it comes to being at one with it. I'm not a big fan of the bugs and the other unfriendly critters we get. I recorded this video years back when I first got into camping a lot. And me and a lady friend were talking about what fears we had. And I shared about my bug fear. So I'm going to pause right here and let's take a listen to that clip. My first fear is bugs. Okay? I'm not a bug person. I don't care. Big as I am, strong as I am, uh, courageous as I am. Bug, I, I would take on a bear before I take on a wasp, mosquito, gnat, tick, roach. You say that now, scorpion, you let your ass see a bear. Spider, you can't you can't hear them come up on you. But if a mountain lion, I ain't saying, I ain't taking on no bear, but if a mountain lion <laughs> is running up on me or something like about that size, you know, where I'm like, okay, I'm bigger than them. Sure, they got teeth and claws, but I got teeth too. Um, <laughs> I can, I can, I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, if, if I ain't got no choice, I'm gonna go down with that. But by the time you know that a, a, a bee is up on you, it's too late. Then it already got you. Really? Like I said, that was years ago. And to this day, I still don't have a love for the bugs. I can't do it. I'm a scream. I'm a run. I'm a punk. <laughs> I've accepted it. Check out this next part of that video where the same friend who was talking big and bad and making fun of me and my fear of the bugs. Check out what happened to her. It's it's a spider. And it's not even a little spider. Them things jump on you. It's not even thinking about us. <laughs> we can go into the, the men's bathroom. I'll come with you. Now, come on. It's just ants. And they're biting me. They're not biting you. Get just that, because they're that. just because they're on you does not mean they're biting you. Just because you feel it on you, you also don't have any socks or shoes on. So what do you expect? So do you want to go to try to use a commode, which is why I bought it, because yes. I knew you was going to do this? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm too scared to get closer to that spider, but that of them is humongous. <laughs> Now, you would have to see the video to get the full laugh out of it like I do, which one day maybe I'll post it on YouTube. Mike Tyson said it best. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And she felt she was ready for camping until she saw that tarantula and then it became real for her. I've yet to be stung or bit by anything poisonous and I hope I never will be. It probably will happen. But if I got to deal with a bug encounter, I'd rather have someone there with me to go through it with. My next solo camping fear has actually proven to be something that shouldn't be a fear, but I'm going to share it because I know there are probably others who have thought about it at first. 
And I want to shed some light about what I've discovered. I thought that I would have to worry about camping while black. I thought that I would experience some racism with being here in Arizona. And I have yet to camp somewhere and see any other black folks. But it is 100% untrue that people of color are not accepted or are made to feel uncomfortable. I have heard that said too many times by more than one person, and it's just not true. I have experienced nothing but genuine niceness from white people that I encounter on my camping trips. They have been very approachable, friendly, and I feel like we are there for the same reasons, to have a wonderful experience. And we honor each other's pursuit of having a good time. See, when there is commonality, there is peace. There is understanding. There is respect. There is love and kindness for each other. People camp in places where they can get away from all the city noise so that they can rest their brain for a little while. And I think that when you are around others who are after that same thing, it doesn't matter what color that person is. It's easy to relate to them and internally feel their happiness pursuit. And it's the coolest thing ever to witness. It brings people together. I've pulled up to places where I assume from the look of them, I may not be in the most comfortable situations. And this puts my guard up, but it quickly is broken down because it had no business being there in the first place. So if you're wondering about your safety, camping while black, I'm going to lay out a precaution only because it's the smart thing to do. Is it possible that something unfavorable can happen to you? Sure. Not likely, but it could. So I would recommend you consider having tactical things in mind for your safety. And there are safety in numbers. So when I am camping with others, I sleep a little easier at night because I know I have another set of eyes and ears to help with any intrusions. But I don't feel I need to have protections or precautions in place simply because I'm black. I would say more so for the safety element if an emergency happened. For example, if I'm hiking and get bit by a rattlesnake or step on a rock and twist my ankle and need some uh, first aid assistance with that type of stuff, that's where having another person would be helpful, but that's not anything to do with my protection from other people. At the end of the day, I just want to enjoy myself. I'm content with doing things alone to achieve the level of happiness that I'm after, but I'm also grateful if I just so happen to get to hang out with someone else whose spirit is in sync with my own. Even if I regularly camped with someone, I probably would still try to find moments where I could spend a little bit of time to myself, whether it be to take a solo hike or get my chair and find a spot to lounge back and just check out the views or lay back in the hammock and listen to the birds sing. I tell you what, though, I'm looking forward to the day my grandson is old enough to take camping. That is going to be like a small piece of heaven for me. That being said, shout out to Yoel. Thank you, son, for giving me little man to spoil, take on trips, teach him a few things sugar them on up and then send them back home to you this is big man tiny kingdom <laughs>